We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello, and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 138. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And I'm Shara. And this is the, well, it's kind of obvious, the title of this, Hurricane Delta. That's what everybody's talking about. Wow. What a hurricane, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Delta. Delta. Yeah, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about that's with number, Delta. That's number four in the Greek alphabet, right? Four, yes, and I think on the Weather Channel they said it was the 25th hurricane. Let's see. I've got some fun facts. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, i got a whole bunch of fun facts. We're going to talk about the, the, the path of Delta, what's going on in the Pacific a little bit later. But I want to know, the first thing I want to know is this. Has Shara got some layout by the pool sun time? No. No. Why not? It was almost 90 degrees today. But the pool closed. Oh, no. They closed the pool on October 2nd, and it was pretty cool. It, it was, was back. It went October know, 1st. Highs in the 60s that day. Like, we woke up and looked out the window, and it was closed. It was sealed over. The gates are closed and locked. It's all right. Because last week we were talking, it, we it was still take open. a moment. Okay. You can come out here on the back porch. Yeah, and lay out with all the peppers. Oh, yeah. yeah. I saw you have a... Yeah, you made a post on your personal page there. You got some peppers. I do have peppers. So if you want to call them that, can't eat them. Why not? Oh, they're ghost peppers, right? They're ghost peppers. You can make things. Make recipes. Make, make I like, don't know uh, why you'd want to make I anything. Gave, I, 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 <laughs> I said, who wants some ghost peppers? And you drop one seed. Our and buddy Alex at Country week. Mart, he said, I want some ghost peppers. So I took him some... some Three different types of peppers. Took him a goodie bag of peppers. I did. He said he's going to make tamales with them. So I told him to let me know how they turn out because they are hot. Wow. My son, who's in college, who actually grew the peppers or started them, I'm finishing them off. But uh, he ate a ghost pepper whole when he was here a couple weeks ago, and it ruined his entire weekend. Oh, Okay. It was hot. His throat was burning. Like he said, he didn't he start feeling normal till like the next day around one o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> why? So why? Don't don't do that. He, he, okay. Here's he, my question. Because he's a stupid college kid, and he has to be able to say someday that I ate oh, a ghost pepper. Oh, gotcha. It's all about status. I have no I have no intestinal lining anymore, but I <laughs> ate a ghost pepper. Yeah, I've always wondered if it is hot all the way through the digestive system. That's the kindest way i can say that well after it burnt his throat i mean mouth it was his throat was on fire and he there's nothing he could do to stop it so yeah. oh like he was pouring milk down his throat but he was like pouring and it, it was pouring all out all down the, his chin and all the over the floor, floor because <laughs> it said it was he said it was in the back of his throat and he couldn't it only time it felt good was when the milk was hitting it so he was just 
pouring milk down his throat. Last month, I did the same with a habanero, and it wasn't great. It kind of ruined my afternoon, but... <laughs> but uh, kind of ruined my afternoon. Yeah, <laughs> are nowhere near the amount of heat that you get from a ghost pepper. Well, right, right. I mean, well, habaneros. Is, I mean, they sell those. I mean, do they sell the ghost peppers too at the market? I mean, I've never seen. I've them. never seen them. But, for but sale. they have, have, have habaneros. They have those, right? Yeah, and those are yeah. three hundred fifty to five hundred thousand on the heat scale. Scoville, yeah, Scoville. and then but the ghost peppers the, are what the ghost million are o- over a million, yeah. So <sighs> why I don't and understand. Corey was sick for most of the night with just the habanero. So yeah, I'm not a pepper person. I don't like spicy food. I don't. I can't, garlic it's not is like it. They have a good taste or anything. It's just hot. But I got some bell peppers. They're not ready yet. I can I can handle a bell pepper and put it in chili or something like well, that. Well, now, bell peppers are totally different. I make a whole bunch of stuff with a green bell pepper, which is... Well, those are zero. He has, they're yeah. not even hot. Right. He has orange bell peppers. Is yeah, that what they these are? are orange. But they're not really coming out. They're staying green. <laughs> yeah, they got some growing to do. Oh. But with 85 degrees, we got, um, last I looked today, it was 87. I don't know what we got up to. It was hot. At intermission. When we went down to get our daughter off the bus, it was hot. Yeah, at, at intermission, for our show, Wednesday we have an afternoon show. Um, I looked, it was 87.9 on our uh, Stormdark Weather Headquarters weather well, machine. It looks like we made it a, a degree warmer than that at some point. Our high today was 88.9. 88, Wow. That's our high for the week, for the month, well, and only 10 degrees cooler than the high temp for the entire year of 98.6. That's a weird temperature for it to be. It's normal. <laughs> the normal is 98.6 is our yearly <laughs> high. <laughs> well, no, I, th- I think the normal for this year is probably 104 uh, 103 yeah. or 104 with the COVID year. I don't know. But, I mean, now today is going to be the hottest day. Uh, we advertised that. We saw it. Uh, high pressure was kind of, was just barely overhead and kind of starting to move away. So we got a west wind and a south wind, southwest wind coming in that really boosted the temperatures. But we've got some, yeah, just a skosh of mid-level moisture starting to move back in. So tomorrow we're going to have a little more cloudiness. I mean, the skies the past three or four days have been pristine. I mean, absolutely nothing, which is bizarre. I mean, clear, clear, clear. You notice I haven't been getting any sunsets because there's no color right now. It's just the sun. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing out there. Yeah, but tomorrow we're going to start getting that in. I mean, matter of fact, we're going to be able to tell... uh, the moisture is moving back in. I mean, now we're recording this Wednesday night, October 7th. It's about 9 o'clock right now. Um, but it's we're going to probably have some fog in the morning. Now, that's different than we've we've had in a while. I mean, the warmer temperatures are here, uh, which we, you know, could get fog in the morning anyway. But we got that, that moisture coming in. Uh, cloud, uh, the fog will lift tomorrow. We'll probably see some more of those, you know, cumulus, fair weather cumulus clouds. I mean, no rain, the, it, not that much moisture. Well, according to the stormdarweather.com website. Oh, that's a great sign. We got, we got uh, clear skies at 9 to 11 p.m. tonight. And then after midnight, clouds kind of start rolling in a little bit, kind of partly cloudy. And then 4 a.m., it has fog rolling in through through 8 a.m. So Okay. Yeah, I'm... I, I'm not sure how dense that's going to be. I mean, they, they yeah. kind of mentioned that in the AFD, the, the area forecast discussion, and it's in the forecast grid, but 
I really haven't heard a lot of chatter, so I don't think it's going to be like dense because usually they'll go, oh, it's you know going to be foggy, dense, blah blah blah, and they'll start dropping DFAs all over the place. But uh, but it's going to be uh, warm again, eighty four ish uh, tomorrow. Oh yeah, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. not tomorrow not Thursday. near uh, to. I mean, today was. They did say 89 at one point. I thought, you know, there's going to be some places around here that's going to hit 90. But uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I haven't checked, to be honest. But yeah, we've got, uh, yeah, tomorrow is mostly sunny, uh, high 84. But then Friday, mostly sunny, you know, some clouds again, high 79. So uh, we're going to kind of try to return. We're still above normal, and that's exactly what that 8 to 14-day graphic said last week. Above normal temperatures, low in the rain department. So right now it says uh, Friday is partly sunny. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Saturday is partly sunny, high 81. And then clear, clear, clear. And uh, But I wanted to let everyone know. You remember last week we I talked about, you know, the GFS is wanting to bring that powerful cold front in. Well, it's still doing yes. that. And now uh, it looks like we're going to... There's absolutely no rain with this thing, but it is a lot colder. Uh, I put colder in air quotes, although all the podcast people can see me doing air quotes right now. But Columbus Day... They both talk with their hands, just so you know. Oh, yeah. It's called gesticulation. I love that word. Uh, Yeah, so on Columbus Day, which is Monday, sunny, high 84. Tuesday, sunny, high 75. That's 10 degrees cooler. And then Wednesday, right. sunny, high 72. So there is definitely cooler air coming in. And that, next Wednesday, if that turns out, that is pretty much going to be right around our average. I mean, we're in October. The temperature well, that is, is fine. Yeah, that's, that's about normal. So Friday is homecoming here in Branson. Oh, it is? So are oh. we actually going to have football weather? Now, I don't want to freeze to death, but that's usually what happens. Well, it's a little the, warm for football, if you ask me. You mean this that's weekend? That's good for me. Yeah, it's oh, Friday right. night. Nah, you're, you're, it's, it's going to be 80s Like, my luck, there's going to be a cold front come through It'll be this, Friday just so I'll freeze Maybe a little cooler. Yeah, sli- slightly cooler. Uh, I'm looking now. Uh, let's We're see. outside, by the way. We do our podcast outside. Yeah, you're doing the porch, the porch pod. The kids <laughs> kick us out. they're in there the the the, destroying the the house three-year-old and the five-year-old are they're watching the vice presidential debate so they got their thing going and they're drinking coffee and stuff like that but we're out here outside playing well that's good well you know i'm sure griffin's going to come out here after a while and want your ipad and your phone and well (laughs) everything else he's wanted it all day we've had to hide them so we could charge them oh that's good oh yeah because we got to do the podcast Uh, hey i just called up the uh national weather service maximum high temperature averages for uh october 7th now this is or yeah that's today uh springfield the normal high is 72 for today yeah Oh, for today. So by for next today. week. So if, if I add 7 to that, which is 14th, the average high is 70. So really, we're still, even though it feels going to feel cooler, we're still at or above, just above normal for it, next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, exactly. maybe later in the week it'll cool down. But. Yeah, and Halloween, uh, take a wild shot in the dark. What do you we think gotta, the average high is? We, well, for average high? Yeah, Around average high. Around here, it's so different. Every year, you can be smothering one year and then well, freezing but, the but, next. But this is the average or normal 66. high. 66. Ooh, really close. 64. 
I was going to oh. say 64, oh. for real. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. to be different from him. I didn't know that it would cool down that much in just a couple of weeks. Oh, yes, yeah. so, uh, especially in September. Here it can cool down than tomorrow. It well, could be 30 right. tomorrow. We're, we're talking averages. Yeah, this is just the normal, the 30-year thir- the average. And November 1st, the average high is 64. And November 30th, the average high is 50. So there there we go. So we are definitely on the down. Uh, it, okay, now when do we set our clocks back? Is it the it's Halloween. You said Halloween, right? Mm. Well, it's it's actually November 1st. That's what I'm but, it's November 1st. But it's right. 2 a.m. November 1st, so you go to bed Halloween night, you wake up, and it's changed. But but that night of the, the Halloween. Yeah, hey, night of Halloween. It falls on a weekend, so yeah. just make sure you get your clocks figured out by Sunday so you're not late for church. Ooh, too, yeah, well, that's right. Too late, too early for church. Are you, going, are you have big Halloween plans this year? Are you going trick-or-treating, Me? passing out candy, or are you... Oh gosh, yes. Do, do you still do shows that late, or are you no? That's our, for Christmas. No, that's our transition week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I. Uh, we'll probably open on the second or whatever. Okay. And here's something that it's st- stuck in my brain. It's easy to remember. Anytime you have the first of the month that begins on a Sunday, you will have a Friday the thirteenth. Ooh, I did not know that. Yep. That's good to know. Yep. If the first falls on a Sunday, you'll always have a Friday the 13th. And uh, I had a baby on the Friday the 13th, and every once in a while oh he gets no. a Friday the 13th birthday. Uh, which one? Garen. Oh, Garen. Oh, yeah. How's he doing in school? He's doing good in school? He's hanging in there. Awesome. He's enjoying he's, going to he, class. It's not as fun as it has been in the past because he's playing catch-up due to COVID mm-hmm. because he was off for five weeks. Wow. So... He is uh, not, he needs to just relax and go with the flow. I think he's kind of stressing himself out because he's in he's the honor society himself and out. all They're that. Not, the school is not putting pressure on him. Oh, he good. He is stressing himself okay. out. Because I, fig- I figured because COVID and everything, I'm sure the school will probably give, give him some leniency. It's like, you don't have to get it this day, that kind of thing. And there's lots of kids getting, I mean, every oh, other yeah. day we get a notification that somebody else is positive uh, and they've had to send a bunch of co- kids home on quarantine. So it's, it, you know, this thing isn't letting up yet. I mean, will 2020 ever level out? <laughs> you know what I mean? No. Oh, man, <laughs> man. This is going to go in well into 2021. Uh, oh, well, yeah. And, and thinking of record record years and record everything i think we should get to the tropic update tropical 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 it's tropical it's the tropics update finally what are you doing there's a slug on our porch oh get the salt like a live (laughs) one and but there's a dead one next to him oh that's that's Beautiful. Like he's sniffing around on the dead one. Are you sure they're dead? No, one of them's alive. No, that one's been there all day. Like that one's been stuck to the porch all day. Really? I, I saw it when I was sweeping earlier. Ah. But this one just appeared out of nowhere and he's alive and he kind of looks like he's mourning the loss of a friend. We've officially went off the rails. Uh. I'm sad for the snail friend oh. on our porch. Well, just go get some salt. They okay. like salt. Just anyway. go put some salt on oh, it. Oh, yeah. They love salt. Yeah, they love salt. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Back, back to, to the tropics. Back to the tropics. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think let's talk about Hurricane Delta. Uh, man, that is something else. It Now, Delta, fourth, correct me on this, right, Corey? Fourth Greek alphabet letter is Delta. Correct. Which makes Correct. sense. A, B, C, D. Okay, so alpha, beta. Yeah, yeah, there is one letter that's missing, and I don't remember which one it is. Because they, they have one less letter. 
Yeah. Well, okay. The tenth letter actually means nine. So they have I- Iota. That's why you're saying Iota or something. Like that. I I don't know. Well, I I hope we don't get to Iota. Now, we're we're just barely past you know hurricane, the mid part of hurricane season. It officially goes to the end of November. And right now, Hurricane yeah. Delta, uh, they, they knew this was going to happen. Now, Gamma kind of gave up the ghost. I mean, Gamma just kind of was around like a drunken sailor around the Yucatan Peninsula. And was like, yeah, okay, I'm so done. And just kind of give it up. Okay, but then here come Delta. De- gamma, I just said that. <laughs> okay, so Alpha, Beta, Gamma, Delta. Okay. Right. Gamma. Uh, I was, that, that was the fraternity I was in in high school. The Alpha, Beta, Delta. Gamma, Delta? Yeah. That's for women. Yeah, whatever. Okay. No, uh, <laughs> I was in Phi Theta Kappa. Yeah. I didn't do anyway. any of those sororities or fraternities. Well, that was honor society, so that uh, one you just picked. You oh, don't get... for smart people. I wasn't in that one. For smart people? Okay. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Hurricane Delta, it was it was a Cat 4 at 145 miles per hour, and that's before it was, it was down there in... Uh, it was southeast of the Yucatan Peninsula, right in that rich area. I, I, I'm not sure what to call that. What, what do you call that area? It's south. You know, before it crosses Yucatan, there's there's a rich Caribbean. It was Southwest Caribbean. Is that what you call it's it? It's the Western Car- Caribbean. Okay. When yeah. you go on a cruise down there, you go on a Western Caribbean cruise. cruise That's what cruise, I did. Cozumel. Cozumel, Jamaica, all those places. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it decided to, and we're going to get to that, uh, the fun facts here in a minute, was uh, it just bombed. We call that bombogenesis. Remember, Shara? She liked that word, bombogenesis, just bomb cyclone, where it just tanks. It gets really strong, hmm. really, really, really fast. The pressure taints, not the strength. Yeah, the pressure. And I don't even remember that word. <laughs> it was how do you forget that? How do you, one of his, that's one I, of Randy's favorite words. I do know. a new word every week, people. I don't remember them all. <laughs> that's not a new word. Anyway. So, I purge it, them. Yeah, that's true. You know, that's in my useless information part of my brain. Okay. Well, I don't know that it was actually a word of the week, was it? Uh, I'll check. I, then how would I know it at ago. all? Oh, I wouldn't I don't know. But we it. talk about it a lot. Oh yeah, the because really? that's a that yeah because that's a big thing this year. Like Michael, where am I at during this portion of the podcast? Well, <laughs> every year it's happening. It yeah. seems like more so and more new, and more. It's a well, more this common. This is my first year to be on the podcast. Okay. So well, well, it's a more true. common term, and you're going to hear it more often. Bombogenesis. Bombogenesis. Yes, uh, it's just yeah. There's. Uh, I'll look up what the technical definition is at some point. But anyway, it which means it rapid intensification. It just. Bam! It went down there, but fortunately, one to four in like less than twenty-four hours. It was like yeah. eighteen hours, or not even that. Oh, it, it was crazy! It was crazy. But it moved over that that tip of the Yucatan Peninsula, and when it did, it got cut up in just a tad bit of shear. Uh, hurricanes don't like shear, and it, of course, it moved over land. And when it did that, it dropped. Now it's still a hurricane. With the seven p.m. update, seven p.m. Central. National Hurricane Center update, it's still Category 1, but it's at 90 miles per hour. At 4 o'clock, it was 85 miles an hour, and that's because it's moving back over the water again. Now, are they still expecting that? You know, earlier today, they were still forecasting that to go back up to a 3 before it hit 
uh, the Gulf. Right. How, what's it looking like now? The current track is showing it briefly becoming a major hurricane. That would be a Cat 3 or higher. Just right. And it's right in the middle. It's, it's going northwest right now. It's heading into the Gulf. And then it's going to take a, with that the little bit of shear, take a right turn. And right when it's going to take that right turn, it's going to slow down a little bit. That's where we're probably going to see that, that major or Cat 3 or higher. We're going to have to watch it. But And you know, it's been shifting. Have you noticed that? It's been shifting with every To the west, yeah. Update. It's been shifting to the west. Now, I say that to say this. The current track of it only has a, just a few miles off and almost the exact same landfall as Hurricane Laura just last month. I know. I know. So they're like deja vu right there What's all going over on in again. The ocean? Do what? So what's going on in the ocean there? Do you remember that that's back? Oh, do you remember back in uh, February, March? That's when we started really noticing on the podcast. We even talked about that that Gulf was was warmer than normal. Rich. But I think it may have been not only the Gulf but everywhere. Because I mean, how else do you explain what we've had? And that's. What if we wouldn't have had all that Saharan dust earlier in hurricane season? Because uh-huh. it, it stopped all the development for a good couple, three weeks there almost. Yeah, it squashed it a little bit. And just, yeah, just a little bit. So where would we be without that, you know? Oh, I don't know. Well, I mean, I my ears started perking up when you started looking at all those hurricane centers in, you know, Colorado and NHC. Yeah. You kept bumping up and saying major, major, major hurricanes. It's it. They know what they're talking about. So, yeah. And now the pressure in three hours from the four o'clock to the seven o'clock dropped uh, from 977 to 973 millibars. That's that's a decent drop. It's not that's not a bomb drop, but it's pretty pretty stout. So yeah. So before it, like once it gets in the middle of the the Gulf, it's going to possibly tag that major but then there's cooler water along the gulf so they're expecting it to kind of go down a little bit it's still going to be a hurricane when it hit makes landfall but you know it's going to be storm surge it's going to be detrimental and it, it it's changing a lot so we're just going to have to keep watching that thing. well that is is about as flat of land right there along the gulf as you're gonna find i know i know are we ever going to get any rain from any of these hurricanes and Not tropical this storms? And no, even though the tr- Arkansas might down in central Arkansas. Yeah, it's it's yeah central Arkansas, and I think the latest G- GFS I looked at, like right before the podcast, showed the center going up kind of to the boot heel. Now, if that actually happens, we could see some of those cool clouds coming back around. You know, like we did from the northeast, kind of when Gordon did it. Of course, Gordon was a lot closer. Maybe we'll get some torrential drizzle just for a couple minutes. Torrin- oh, man, wouldn't that be something? Yeah. <laughs> we, we even had a, a message on our StormDrive page uh, uh, asking us, is, is it ever going to rain again? So I went to the GFS and I looked. The only thing the GFS has is around the 20th. And that's just a little bit of showers moving through off and on for six hours. And then a big old area of high pressure moves right back in. So remind me, I know you guys have said this multiple times, but I've forgotten. Okay. Um, what is the furthest in the naming of the hurricanes we've ever gotten? Are you asking me? Any one of you. Oh, okay. both looking Cor- at me Corey like knows I'm crazy. that. Corey knows that. Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> no, that's good. 
just because that, that would have been pop open. Tropical Storm Zeta in 2005. Mm-hmm. Which is what letter? Is that Z? Six. That okay. comes. That's not Z. It's after Epsilon. That comes. Uh, we have de- Delta, Epsilon, and then Zeta. Okay, so we're at Delta right now. We're at yeah. Delta. We are two away. Do you think we're going to get there? I do. Think I do. think we're going to pass it? Mm, I do. It, it's, I mean, it's possible. It's 2020. Well, let's. Uh, right, exactly. Let's com- could happen. Let's compare the two seasons just a little, shall yes, we? Yes, yes, please do. Okay. Uh, wh- what's the date? The 7th? Today's the 7th. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, well, the uh, on October 8th, 2005. Tropical storm Vince formed, and it Vince Gill eventually became a Category One hurricane. But just think, October eighth, and we're only on the V's in two thousand five, and that was the record holder season. For oh, Tropical so they still storms. had a long way to go, and they made a lot of storms in just a couple of weeks. Now, also in two thousand five, after V was the. Biggest, most dangerous storm of 2005. It wasn't the deadliest storm of 2005. That would have been Katrina. Right. Was this Irma? Do you know what the uh, biggest, uh, windiest storm in 2005 was? I should and know I, this, and but I've, I don't. And, and, and I've had, I've seen comparisons with uh, our top, our Hurricane uh, Delta. It, it's built the same way. Looks the same. That would be Hurricane Wilma. Wilma, yes, 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 yes. 185 mile per hour winds Ow. and pressure, a low pressure of uh, 882. Hmm? Yeah. That's the lowest I've ever heard. 882. Oh my gosh. Wow. And that developed on October 15th that year. And of course, that's the W's. It lasted for 10 days. <laughs> On the 15th. Wow. So, wow. we uh, didn't get to, we're on Delta now. In 2005, we didn't get to Delta until November 22nd. So, you got to be, you got to, comparing the two seasons, we're only in the first week of October October here. of October. So, and we're already to Delta. We're way. We're flying way past Vince and Wilma. So Delta was November. So 20th. we could still have like ten more storms. Oh yeah. On my own. Oh well, yeah. Delta was November twenty second to November twenty eighth. Of course, hurricane season ends on November thirtieth. But the naming uh, doesn't end. I was gonna say officially it ends, but no, we but can still have. But it doesn't necessarily end. So uh, here comes Hurricane Epsilon in two thousand five. It was it developed on November 29th and lasted to December 8th. It was only a Category 1 hurricane, but it just goes to show that hurricanes can happen after hurricane season. Wow. We had Tropical Storm Zeta. It didn't form till December 30th, and it went all the way to January 6th. Oh, my gosh. Then even the next year. So let me Holy ask you cow. this. Okay. If it would have came two days later, would it? I guess it would have been the A storm because that's right. the new season. Right, right. It would have been a new year. Exactly. Wow. And that's Zeta. <laughs> so that's why I think since we didn't get a Zeta last year till December 30th, and that's only two storms away, I think we have a pretty good chance of tying or, or going past that. I don't know what comes after Zeta, but it's, you know, definitely a possibility. We're good at Roman numerals. I... 
I I. Yeah. I I I. <laughs> I V. Well, there's there's still several uh, several Greek alphabet letters to come. Oh, there's t- there's like twenty of them. I'm sure there's out there. Yeah. Wow. Now that's but it is interesting. That's I, I do think we're gonna set a record, and I think it wouldn't surprise me if we set another record in the next twenty years because. That was only 15 years ago where we set the last. Trip. Everything's happening. Every, every right. yeah, and as long as we keep getting, I I I will say this till we don't have a podcast anymore. <laughs> as long as we keep having global temperatures rising just a little bit, just a little bit every year, we are going to start seeing the stronger tornadoes. The, we're going to start seeing uh, the stronger and more frequent hurricanes. I mean, now the tornado season this year wasn't really that big. I mean. We we didn't have any tornado warnings this year for Branson. We we yeah. had a hail. You sure? We had a, we had a week or two of hail. Are you we sure? Any tornado warnings here? Not for Branson, city of Branson. April twentieth. Remember when the tornado was that this year, or am I thinking last year? April twentieth. I don't know. I don't do dates. It, it's a thing where I made my head. no, where I made that especially this year. No, where I, I made that video. I made that stop video where I said, you know, there's the outflow, and then the tornado went. I, I, I got it on a uh, time. I'm pretty sure that was was that last year. Yeah, it seems like. I, it, I mean, it could be. I don't know. Yeah, I just don't remember because I remember us talking about May, and you you had this idea I mean, in your head was, that, that was way before quarantine. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that was April. No, 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 last year. The, oh, that okay. tornado warning. Yeah, so we probably didn't have it. Where, where do I? Oh, you can go to uh, Storm Prediction Center, right? They'll tell you all the. Yeah. Or something like that. That'd be some it's, research. It's our listeners. All of our listeners. Hey, if you're a listener. We had some hail. We had some big hail come through uh, we did. in April. But uh, since May, we didn't have all that much severe weather, really. It was kind of slow. Yeah. But. 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 I'm, well, I'm reading up on La Nina, and they're saying maybe a little stormy of a spring. Maybe. Oh. We'll see. We need something. We need something. <laughs> well, the good news, well, I mean, if, if, if you don't like hurricanes, the good news is the, in the rest of the Atlantic, there's nothing out there. So I think, I mean, all the focus is right on Delta at this point. Um, I don't see any waves. I mean, I think it's going to kick back. Maybe like next week or something, we're going to get some more stuff coming off of the the Cape Verde area, you know, that western Af- uh, African coast. But I don't know, something to keep an eye on. But if it, uh, okay, when are the National Hurricane Centers? Is it Saturday? That thing make make landfall. Do I need to look that up real fast? Uh, oh, for Delta. No, for I Delta, don't know. Uh, I'll look it up really quick here. Because it's got the nice timeline on it. And it says, oh, Friday. Ooh, 1 o'clock Friday. So that's just two Morning more days. Morning afternoon. Uh, 1 p.m. 1 o'clock p.m. So, uh, but. Well, it's cruising right along. It really is. This thing is it's moving not, fast. It's not slow. It's like that's, 17 that's a, miles that's per hour. That's about the best news you could think of for the low-lying areas of the Gulf Coast. That yes. It is actually moving, unlike some of the others, but we're only going two miles an hour. Uh, exactly. Now, now the National Hurricane Center has, has their cone of uncertainty and with a timeline, and everything is an H, but the M, which means major, they have pegged at 1 a.m. Friday. So tomorrow night, or after midnight, 
this thing may tag into above 111 mile an hour. Right. Uh, but by the time it, it's 1 p.m. on Friday, right at the coastline, it's back down to an H. And 1 a.m., 12 hours later, it shows the storm right in the middle of Louisiana as an S, which is a tropical storm. So this thing is going to decrease pretty fast once it hits, hits land. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Well, out in the Pacific... Okay, here's this tropical depression. I don't know. It was a hurricane, but uh, it, it is now decreased. It's tropical depression Norbert, N-O-R-B-E-R-T. I saw that and went, well, that's entertaining. Hurricane Norbert. Uh, like a goat named Norbert? Maybe. I've, I've heard of that before. There somewhere. was like a kid's cartoon or something named Norbert. Yeah. I mean, I've I want heard to say that. it was a goat or a donkey. I'm not sure. I think it was a goat. Well, if anybody knows, write us and let us know. Thanks for that, Sharon. Yeah. (laughs) And also in the the Pacific, there's an area of interest uh, about 1,000 miles southwest of the tip of Baja. Then that one, it's an orange X, so they're like, yeah, they're going to kind of watch it. It's like a 60% chance it might become something. Um, But other than that, there's, there's really nothing going on in the tropics, but... Yeah, so, I mean, all eyes are on, on Hurricane Delta now and just kind of keeping, keeping a watch out for the Cape Verde area of Africa. So, oh, I have been sneezing and I have an idea. I got to tell you, I did some more research and I'll tell you uh, all about that in a second. Let's run the drop. <laughs> it's the Pollen Report, the Storm Dare Weather Pollen Report from pollen.com and another source i'll tell that in a minute um it is saying now this is just the pollen thursday tomorrow is low low friday medium saturday medium low sunday medium low and they say the predominant uh pollen is ragweed now last week we talked about you know trying to see what springfield you know uh what do they have up there well i looked and springfield has moderate for mold not high but moderate but check this out the trees are in the high category and juniper i'm allergic to juniper that's why i'm sneezing i I couldn't figure it out i will sleep better tonight now knowing that yes i'm glad no i know i know you will my allergy stopped bothering me really last week so you know well you know why because those chinopods are gone all it says is ragweed, not chinopods. You're allergic to chinopods. Garen is still sneezing his head off in there. Oh, well. Like you can hear him sneeze across the house and shakes the windows. Oh, does he dad sneeze? He's like big old massive loud sneeze. Yeah, that's, that's we call that the dad sneeze. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but uh, the, the Springfield allergy place says a grass is moderate and ragweed is also moderate. So uh, I bet you anything that, I mean, a little bit of ragweed, but juniper, every spring when that juniper starts pollinating, I start sneezing. And that's, I'm sure that's why my, my allergies are kicking up. So anyway, uh, anything new on the drought report, Corey? Well, it's Wednesday. It's dry. Yeah. Still dry. So the drought report doesn't come out till 8 a.m. tomorrow, so we'll check our website. It's not going to be good news. I can tell you that right oh, now. Oh, I... We're already in a drought, even you know here in Branson and Taney County. You can tell by just looking at the trees. Oh, yeah. uh, it's going to be even worse. Uh, so don't expect much color 
You got to have know. water to help the color, and there's no water. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> and we've actually had some temperatures drop down below where the trees like for the color anyway. Really. Oh, I mean, that's right. Upper 30s. Yeah, well, that's. Yeah, we and and that. we're back up to 90 today, and they don't like they don't like the variation. You know. Yeah, they may just. I'm say, no tree expert, but that's what I've Confuses them. No, they just say they'll just say I'm done and just drop all their they're leaves saying, in one day. They're so done. With, they're so done with 2020. <laughs> Even the trees are done with 2020. They're so, they're so over it. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I, I, I haven't played this weather school in quite a while. It's we've had some severe weather up there in the northeast, but you know if La Nina comes back around, we're gonna, probably going to see some more of these what we call nor'easters. They are winter storms. Uh, specific winter storms that affect the Northeast, uh, New York, and uh, even, I guess you can go even uh, Wisconsin and stuff up there, but Maine, all the New England states. So this this week's Weather School is all about the Nor'easter, so let's get to that. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, Stormed Our Weather School. Looks like New York is in line for several inches of snow from a developing nor'easter. What's a nor'easter? A nor'easter, also called a northeaster, is a large-scale extratropical cyclone in the western North Atlantic Ocean. The name derives from the direction of the winds that blow from the northeast. The original use of the term in North America is associated with storms that impact the upper North Atlantic coast of the United States and the Atlantic provinces of Canada. Typically, such storms originate as a low-pressure area that forms within a hundred miles of the shore between North Carolina and Massachusetts. The precipitation pattern is similar to that of other extratropical storms. Nor'easters are usually accompanied by very heavy rain or snow and can cause severe coastal flooding, coastal erosion, hurricane-force winds, or blizzard conditions. Nor'easters are usually most intense during winter in New England and the Atlantic Canada. They thrive on converging air masses, the cold polar air mass and the warmer air over the water, and are more severe in winter when the difference in temperature between these two air masses is greater. Nor'easters tend to develop most often and most powerfully between the months of October and April, although they can, and much less commonly, develop during other parts of the year as well. The susceptible regions are generally impacted by nor'easters a few times each winter. Nor'easters develop in response to the sharp contrast in the warm Gulf Stream ocean current coming up from the tropical Atlantic and the cold air masses coming down from Canada. When the very cold and dry air rushes southward and meets up with the warm Gulf Stream current, which is often near 70 degrees Fahrenheit even in winter, 
then intense low pressure develops. In the upper atmosphere, the strong winds of the jet stream remove and replace rising air from the Atlantic more rapidly than the Atlantic air is replaced at the lower levels. This and the Coriolis force help develop a strong storm. The storm tracks northeast along the east coast, normally from North Carolina to Long Island, then moves toward the area east of Cape Cod. Counterclockwise winds around the low-pressure system blow the moist air over land. The relatively warm, moist air meets cold air coming down from Canada. The low increases the surrounding pressure difference, which causes the very different air masses to collide at a much faster speed. When the difference in temperature of the air masses is larger, so is the storm's instability, turbulence, and thus severity. Until the nor'easter passes, thick, dark, low-level clouds often block out the sun. Temperatures usually fall significantly due to the presence of the cooler air from the winds that typically come from a northeasterly direction. During a single storm, the precipitation can range from a torrential downpour to a fine mist. All precipitation types can occur in a nor'easter. High wind gusts, which can reach hurricane strength, are also associated with a nor'easter. On very rare occasions, such as the nor'easter in 1978, the North American blizzard of 2006, and January 2018 North American blizzard, the center of the storm can take on the circular shape of a more typical hurricane and have a small dry slot near the center which can be mistaken for an eye, although it is not an eye. Often, people mistake nor'easters for tropical cyclones and do not differentiate between the two weather systems. Nor'easters differ from tropical cyclones in that the nor'easters are cold-core low-pressure systems, meaning that they thrive on drastic changes in temperature of Canadian air and the warm Atlantic waters. Tropical cyclones are warm core low-pressure systems, which mean they thrive on purely warm temperatures. A nor'easter is formed in a strong extratropical cyclone, usually experiencing bombogenesis or rapid strengthening. While this formation occurs in many places around the world, nor'easters are unique for their combination of northeast winds and moisture content of the swirling clouds. There are way too many nor'easters to mention, but here are a few of the more intense. The Great Blizzard of 1888, which occurred between March 10th and 14th, is considered one of the worst blizzards in U.S. history, dropping 40 to 50 inches of snow and killing 400 people, mostly in New York. Another is the 1991 Perfect Storm, which occurred from October 28th to November 2nd. This was a very unusual storm in which a tropical and an extratropical system interacted strangely, creating a tidal surge causing severe damage to coastal areas, especially Massachusetts, killing 13 people. The North American blizzard of 1996, which occurred from January 6th through the 10th. 
a severe snowstorm which brought up to four feet of snow to areas along the mid-Atlantic and northeastern U.S. There's the December 2012 North American Storm Complex. This entire event occurred from December 17th through the 31st. A major nor'easter that was known for its tornado outbreak across the Gulf Coast states on Christmas Day, as well as giving the area such as northeastern Texas a white Christmas. The low underwent a second cyclogenesis near the coast of North Carolina and dumped a swath of heavy snow across northern New England and New York caused blizzard conditions across the Ohio Valley, as well as an ice storm in the mountains of Virginia and West Virginia. And the most recent nor'easter is the April nor'easter of 2019, which occurred from the 2nd through the 4th. A very significant, large, and intense late-season nor'easter that brushed parts of the east coast of the U.S. while undergoing explosive cyclogenesis. The effects from nor'easters really aren't felt here in the nation's heartland, as their track generally goes along the northern states or develops along the east coast. But if you live in the northeastern U.S. and you hear a nor'easter is coming, get those snowplows ready. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com, and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormed Our Weather School. And there's your brrr, chilly nor'easter facts and information and stuff like that. Speaking of facts and information, uh, do you have anything in the in other news department? That's time for this now. I don't know now. I did all my hurricane stuff already. Well, it seems like I had something on. It'll come back to me. Well, I tell you what. I found uh, about five different fun facts, uh, if you want to call them fun, about Hurricane Delta. So you can look for yours, and if if we mention them, uh, if I mention okay. them, then you can cross it off your list. So, okay, this. Uh, okay, the fun facts about Delta. Here's number one. While Delta has been used once before, this is the earliest the Greek name has ever been used in a calendar year, more than a month sooner than on November 15, 2005, which you just mentioned. Uh, number two. I jumped huh? all over you. I'm sorry. Oh, what? You stole your thunder. I stole your idea. No, no, that's what I wanted. Okay. That's what I wanted. Okay. Uh, okay, Continue. number two. Number two, Delta also grew from a tropical depression to a Category 4 hurricane in about 30 hours, with maximum sustained winds up 85 mile per hour in 24 hours from Monday to Tuesday. That's the quickest increase in sustained wind speed in one day by a storm this year. And uh, I'm going to add to that. They did say that it was so fast, the, the rapid intensification was so fast that it only remained a Category 3 for 30 minutes. <laughs> it was a Category 2, then a Category 3 for 30 minutes, and then right to a Category 4. So that was like, whoa! That's crazy. It's very crazy. Okay, number three. Delta is now the second strongest storm of the year in the Atlantic Basin. Only five mile per hour behind Hurricane Laura, which reached 150 mile an hour in the Gulf of Mexico. And when Delta strengthened into a Category 4 hurricane with winds of 145 miles per hour, it cemented itself as the strongest Greek alphabet storm in history. 
I thought that was interesting. So of any of the storms in the Greek alphabet, that's the strongest one. So, and then, okay, number four, once it hits along the Gulf Coast, Delta will become the 10th named storm to make landfall this year in the continental United States. The most in one year after 1916, which saw nine landfalls. So this is the record for the most landfalling hurricanes in one year. Wow. Wow. I have a friend that's supposed to be in Cozumel this week. Oh, well, it's past Cozumel now. Like, well, I well, mean. she was supposed to already be there when Like, it, she was supposed to already be there. Oh, my gosh. But they postponed they it for They went to Myrtle reason. Beach instead. Yeah. Oh, perfect. It's they just get there. storm surge. <laughs> right. Okay, and the last last uh, fun fact, I put it in air quotes. Uh, also notable is that Delta will be the fifth hurricane strength system to make landfall in the U.S. this year. The most since 2005 after Hannah, Isaias, Laura, and Sally. You so, know, and it could have been, I mean, we're talking hurricane, hurricane, top, I mean, tons of them, but they could have been worse. We didn't have a yes. huge, huge, we didn't have a Cat 5 or anything like that. Thank it, God, I know. No, no Cat 5s on this one. But, right, so that's a good thing. It yeah. could have been worse. Now, what, when the last one, oh, shoot, what was, what was the last one that went through uh, Florida? Uh, Andrew? No, 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 not Florida. Out here recently? Uh, yeah, sorry, not Florida. Um, Louisiana. The, the the most recent one that went through was it? Uh, I don't know. Like a couple of weeks ago, it went. I, it, I don't know. I don't know. They all run together. I. They, you know, they really so are. Fast. They really are. They're well, just Laura hit. <laughs> Laura hit. You know, between Louisiana on the Texas and Louisiana border, that was Laura. Okay, but yeah. they had another one, didn't they? Sometime. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was one just a couple of weeks ago that went, and I can't remember the name of it. And, I, and you I know, yeah. every time a tropical system first develops, say, around, you know, if it's around Jamaica or wherever, kind of out, further out, every, almost, if it's going to hit the Gulf Coast, almost every forecast, early forecast, <laughs> had them all... Almost with New Orleans right in the path every yeah. time. Yeah. But it's shifted every time. And it's shifting now. I mean, yeah, yeah, last week they were saying right over, bam, New Orleans. And now it's over, is it over the border? Like Louisiana, Texas yet? I haven't looked. We're almost um, ready for the 10 o'clock Not update. quite, but close. Yeah, they haven't done the it's 10 o'clock It's close to Laura. So, I mean, it's going to affect them both. There's, 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 there's warnings for Texas, Louisiana, and beyond so all over the place so did you know that 2020 i'll kind of expand on that a little bit okay 2020 has three months left but it's already tied for the most billion dollar weather and climate disaster events in u.s history wow it's already tied with 2011 and 2017 which you know they're not that long ago wow and speaking of of uh, those uh, billion-dollar weather events, four of those events, we're looking back at the summer, four of the events, four billion-dollar weather disasters happened in August alone. Oh, my gosh. Wow. And that's going to be that hurricane that I don't like to pronounce. Isaias? Isaias. Correct. Okay. I like that now that I know how to pronounce it. <laughs> Hurricane Laura uh-huh. was also a billion-dollar weather disaster. 
the California fires was a billion dollar weather disaster. Right. And what was the last billion dollar weather disaster in August? Anybody? 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 I I don't know. I should know. I don't know. It's not a hurricane. It's not a fire. It would be flooding, wouldn't flooding? it? Flooding? No. What? The Midwest Derecho. Through Iowa oh, and Oh, that big duration that went, oh, was that over a billion dollars? Billion dollars. Oh, wow. No, I, I had no idea. I would have never guessed that one. But, uh, Holy yeah, carp. They, they, they upped the winds. The NWS did a survey and upped the winds to 140 miles per hour on that thing, which is equivalent to an EF3 tornado uh, right outside of Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Oh my so gosh! One forty. Eight thousand two hundred wow. homes were destroyed or damaged, and one million without power. Well, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, damage thousand of those—that's billion, great. Damage in Iowa alone was estimated at four billion dollars, and you have to imagine—you have to look at the crops that it destroyed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember all that's that where corn? All of our farmers. Yeah, the that's agriculture aspect of it. Oh my gosh. No, I had no idea. So that's interesting. I mean, weather is expensive for sure, and that's why, you know, the government and everybody else are spending tons of money on the newest and greatest weather satellites and this, that and the other to, to forecast. And mm-hmm. we've come leaps and bounds, you know, in the past 20 years. We really have. Oh, yeah. Especially with the new satellites we have now, and, and the next ones will be even better. Oh, the new satellites. Man, I'm having so much fun looking at these news. That goes what, east and, right. <laughs> I almost said goes right and left. <laughs> it's not goes Same right thing. and <laughs> It goes east west and west. And east. <laughs> oh, I'm losing my mind. I've got oh, a couple yeah. more things here. Oh, okay. Somewhere. Let me see if I can find them on my phone. I, I, I go through the week and I save things to my phone that I think might be interesting in the podcast. These are just little tidbits. The California fire, you know, it's been going forever and it's still oh, yeah. going. Uh-huh. It has now been labeled. It is now called a gigafire. Do you know what a gigafire is? Do you know what a gigafire is? Don't look at my phone. It's it's a, a gig, giga acres like a acres. Giga fire is a rare designation for a blaze that burns at least one million acres. Okay. So I thought that was an interesting term. We could have used that as a weather word, but I thought maybe oh, that's pretty cool. Okay. It's not cool for California, but it's a neat word, I guess. No, no. And you know, we talk about it being dry here. It's, you know, Las Vegas. They don't get a lot of rain out there. But it's abnormally dry in Vegas right now. Okay. In fact, as of this morning, they've gone 170 days since their last measurable rain. Wow. 170. Over half the year. And the old—that's that, a record. Their old record was 150 days without any rainfall, and that happened back in 1947. And they are, they're dry. They don't even remember what rain looks like out there. It's its pretty bad. And then if it ever does rain on that, it's just going to, the ground's going to be so hard. Oh, yeah. And, and, and they get floods out there because the ground's so hard for so long all the time. Yeah, and there, there are mountains, but then there are flat areas. So all that rain is just going to come right down the mountain and then create these floods. They've it, had 97 days 
of uh, temperatures over 100. Of course, it's a drier heat out there than it would be here. Yeah. And uh, the record was uh, 100 days of 100 or over, back in, also back in 1947. So it looks mm-hmm. like might break that record too soon. Wow. So if you go to Vegas, it's hot and it's dry. Of course, that's, that's just kind of what they're known the for, but <laughs> like it's yeah, abnormally, really. abnormally hot and dry now. So We're those all, are my I mean, tidbits of information. The whole today. planet is just burning up. I mean, it's starting to burn yeah. up and get get freaky with the with the cyclones, whether they be air, uh, you know, like tornadoes or hurricanes. It's going to be nutsy, nutsy, nutsy. Also, uh, back October third, which is you know a few days ago, Noah. Marked 50 years of service as an organization. Oh, I'm glad you said that because I forgot about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 50 Happy years. Happy birthday, Noah. Yes. And, yeah. And we, we they are, uh, they've granted us, you know, a Weather Ready Nation right. ambassador. So we need to go up there and get our award. You need to talk to that, whoever you're, we're talking to. And they, well, they're, they, they're just sending them out now. I mean, they're not actually doing it in person because of the virus. And we got oh. ours during the... We got ours during the virus when we found out we had won, you know. Yeah, I didn't even, first, we didn't even know. First of, <laughs> first of it, but, but like, Springfield, oh, every National Weather Service office in the country designates one entity or one organization the, that, that are already Weather Ready Nation ambassadors. There's tons uh-huh. of them in each, oh, yeah. in each uh, county warning area for each Weather Service office. They, they pick one that is the best of the best is the weather ready uh, ambassador of excellence award and we won that in 2018 yes and they just had announced this past week that ktts radio won it for this year and they're pretty they've always been good on weather uh they've mm-hmm. they 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 are probably the best station to listen to in springfield for the weather for weather reports and breaking weather oh, information. Oh, I agree. I agree. And that's all I look for. I mean, I, I listen to KDTS. They, they are very good. They, they send the people they, they, out. They do traffic as well and yep. stuff like that. Yeah, they have actual people out and about and reporting what they see. So I'm glad that we're in the same category as KTTS. We're I know. Weather Ready Nation ambassadors. Yeah, so, they don't. They don't have a podcast. We have a podcast, though. Well, yeah, but they we have a whole radio station. Yeah, I know they have a whole. <laughs> they could do whatever they want. <laughs> it's a tiny place. I've been in there before. I took Yakov there, is. and we were on the radio, and and uh, it was fun. It's exciting, but it's not what you would envision listening to the radio. They never all are radio all the little tiny radio. Little. You're always oh, in right. a tiny booth or whatever, and. And, you know, you'd be surprised at what the stations actually look like, you know. Oh, it's true. Even with uh, the KRZK down here, when right. I go do my radio thing, it's this, it's this little bitty little bitty area with lots of equipment, you know. It's kind of yeah. cool, actually. It is. Well, that's fun facts. And you know what? I think it's time for Shara to give us some fun facts. Do you have any fun facts? Honey? I yeah. didn't know we were all doing fun facts tonight. Yeah. Kind of like oh. stole my thunder there, honey. Oh, well. Well, well, yeah, mine but you're weren't that. Mine weren't that. I'm fun. just teasing. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> I had a fun fact about a hurricane because I knew we were still dealing with that. But yeah, and we may have we may have beat the hurricanes into the ground. But anyway, you're getting one more. Okay. <laughs> so, in 2017, Hurricane Irma hit several Caribbean island nations, such as Cuba, the Bahamas, um, and also Florida. To date, 
that hurricane is the longest lasting hurricane or typhoon ever recorded. It had winds of up to 185 miles per hour and lasted for 37 hours. It was the longest maintained intensity for any cyclone. Longest so maintained, maintained intensity, yeah. Maintained 185 for 36 for 30 hours. Or wow. day and a half. That's powerful. It's like a tornado blowing over your house for you know, 36 hours straight. And yeah. that brings up the point, and I, I, I read the, a little bit on this yesterday, and I knew it, but I had forgotten. In order for it not to be a gust of wind, you know, they measure the, the sustained wind, and they measure the wind gusts. Yes. Well... How do they know what to record the wind, the, the highest wind speed? Or, 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 well, in order for it to be a maximum sustained wind, it has to be longer than one minute. Yeah. Right. And so that's how they can tell it's not actually a gust. That gust or whatever has to last over a minute. And then they can say, okay, this, this, this is now the sustained wind. And sometimes a gust can be like 20 miles over the sustained. Right. Easy. Right. They say with gusts to like 200 and something. Yeah. But as long as it lasts over a minute, they can record that as being the maximum sustained. Sustained. Wind. Yeah. Uh-huh. Nice. I don't know who's down there measuring it for a minute. They lick their finger and stick it in the air. I think it's okay, an... With, uh, a, with, a, uh, with a watch. Okay, I, I, it's been a minute. It, it, I think it's their SMR, SFMR yeah. uh, radar right. thing. To... On okay. a happier note. Oh, happy. Okay, we need some switch happy. switch gears. Okay. So, this and this is one I did not know. The shape of a rainbow is actually a circle, not an no. arch. We see them as an arch because we're viewing it from the ground. So, people who try to find the end of the rainbow, there, there isn't one. There's no end. It's a circle. Ah. I never knew that. Well, if you rot, if hmm. The visible arch of a rainbow is always 42 degrees. I've seen pictures of the yeah. rainbows from airplanes, and you can see it, it as says, a circle. It says, a full circle rainbow is viewable from an aircraft and lets you see the full shape of the rainbow. Right. I just need to stick my drone way up in the air. I don't know that you can go that high. I don't think you're supposed high. to go that high, but, you know. Yeah, I've well, seen it. I, I got a rainbow last month on my drone. You did? But it, Yeah. It's on Facebook. You have to look for it. It's okay. just kind of a half rainbow, but it's there. Okay. How so, cool. And then I have a couple of fall slash Halloween Aww. facts. Some, I have some, some fun Halloween facts coming ooh. up. I'm saving those till closer to Halloween. Yeah, yeah. save those closer to Halloween. So, yes. Okay, so here's my autumn or fall fact for the okay. week. In Greek mythology, autumn began when Persephone was abducted by Hades to be the queen of the underworld. In distress, Persephone's mother... Demeter, the goddess of the harvest, caused all the crops on earth to die until her daughter was allowed to return, thus marking spring. Oh. So if you're a mythology person, then that's where fall and spring come from. Gotcha. Why everything dies in the fall and the winter. Because it's from Demeter. I thought it had to do with the... The tilt of the earth. No, 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 no. It was, oh, it, it no. Was Persephone got drugged down to Hades, so oh, now you know. Okay. You know, I, I talked with Stephanie about that, and she was like, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> okay. Ooh, we got visit from Griffin. We have a visitor who's outside talking to me. Okay, I guess the debates fact, are over. Okay. <laughs> this one has nothing to do with weather, but oh, it's, okay. a fun, it's a fun Halloween fact. Ooh, okay. Okay, so the movie that everybody is very well familiar with, Michael Myers... In the movie Halloween from 1978. Okay. Um, the classic 1978 horror film Halloween can easily be recognized in just one image. The psychotic, of course, Michael Myers and his iconic pale face mask. 
Without a doubt, it's the one chilling look that has struck terror into the hearts of many teens. But did you know that the movie was actually filmed on such a tight budget that the crew used the cheapest mask they could find, which was a $2 Star Trek Captain James Kirk mask. They spray-painted it white and reshaped the eye holes a little bit. They turned it inside out and spray-painted it white. Wow. I remember that. I read that. Oh, really? So now you got to go back and watch Halloween and know that that's a Captain Kirk mask. It's a cap. Yeah, backwards or inverted or something. <laughs> How cool. How cool is that? We're out here hollering Garenon. I hope that doesn't mean that Garenon has disappeared. Uh-oh, Garenon. Yeah, Garenon's he's- in his room. <laughs> yep, he went back in. Do you want to say hi? Say Hi, Stormdark Podcast people. Can you say hi? There's Griffin. Hi. Nope. He's shy now. We're gonna, he talks and talks and talks until you put the talk. microphone in his face, and then he goes silent. Uh, there, yeah, there we go. Can you say hi, Stormdar? Nope. Nope. We're nope. just going to okay. breathe. Well, you, you, you can have the iPad after Mom's done. We're almost ready to get to the uh, – were you done with your uh, – Fun facts. Yes, that was that was it. That was all of my fun facts for this week. Well, let's get to the final segment. It's the weather word of the week. It's the Stormdar weather weather word of the week, which this week it's a phrase. And since we're all about Hurricane Delta and all sorts of stuff like that, I chose this one. So, Shara, what is our Stormdar weather weather word of the week? Yeah, I'm going to try to get through Phrase. this with my helper. I Phrase. have a helper yes. on my lap. <laughs> you do. Eyewall replacement cycle. Yeah. That sounds like a type of surgery. It could be. Okay, what is an, what is an eyewall replacement cycle? Eyewall replacement cycles, also called concentric eyewall cycles, naturally occur in intense tropical cyclones, generally with winds greater than 115 miles per hour. When tropical cyclones, re- cyclones. cyclones, I don't know why I can't say that word tonight, <laughs> reach this intensity, some of the outer rain bands may strengthen and organize into a ring of thunderstorms. An outer eye wall that slowly moves inward and robs the inner eye wall of its needed moisture and angular momentum. Therefore, replacing that, that the inner eye wall that was collapsing before. Yeah. So, yeah, it's all about hurricanes. This one is all about hurricanes. And I played the hurricanes when weather school, like, a couple of weeks ago. It's like, yeah, we already did that. So I figured we can shove hurricanes just about everybody's throat for a while here. <laughs> oh, now now you're having... You're having <laughs> oh, I wish my podcast She's people could see what's good. <laughs> She's getting wild over here. So oh, headphones off. I didn't do it. Griffin did all it. All the headphones oh. are just flying up. He leaned in and gave me a hug and said, I will you, Mom. Oh. Which and means, can I have your phone, Mom? That means, can I have your phone? Yeah. <laughs> well, we've been over an hour here. I mean, I guess we could think about wrapping this up. Corey, you got anything else? No. I don't have any rain in the forecast. Oh, we need rain. rain. We need. Work on that for us. We need some rain. Some kind, yes, some kind of rain, something. I, I yeah. assume, I, my big prediction is we will see rain in the next seven days. Seven days, really? Seven days. Okay. Well, hold you to it's that. not going to be much. Okay. Just that doesn't count. Or two. Well, I but, mean, if we get some moisture fog in the morning, well, the fog's going to burn off, though, by tomorrow. I don't know. Probably, I don't know. I'm probably totally wrong about that. But, uh, hey, we can always hope. 
That's the thing. Let's let's hope. We just need something. Uh, I mean, what what did we record? Now we recorded in our weather station. I, I posted the uh, climate report, and Springfield only got like an inch or something last month. They were three inch. I know they were three inches under where they needed to be. I mean, yeah, that's it. We got more than it's that. Sad. It's still sad. Very, very, very sad. I know. Well, let's keep watching the tropics. Maybe one of those things are going to come over and bring us some nice tropical rain. Sherry, you got anything else? I'm done. I got nothing else. Yeah, you done. You're done. And Griffin's wanting your wanting your phone, so you better. He's already gone. Go. He, he took it. He took it. <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's about time to wrap this thing up then. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like our posts. Uh, no, like our page, and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your newsfeed. Like the post, too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website and our merch store. Buy our stuff at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.